Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from the sumo happening in Tokyo, Japan. It's day seven. Yes, already. it is. I know. And because there are a few abouts, it just goes too quickly every day. And disclaimer, we've had two absolutely delicious meals today, one Japanese, one Chinese food. So I am tired. I'm really sleepy. I need to hop into bed. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's get straight into Jurio uh, for today. Tohakuryu, he is finding his feet after a shaky start. He overran Takagenji today and moves to four and three, Takagenji three, four. Ikioi, he showed a bit of confidence and experience, I thought, here against the, I think he's looking very green, Oho, taking his onslaught and dumping him down to his left. Ikioi is so experienced with that move because that's how people beat him all the time. <laughs> he, knows <how> to, <laughs> he knows how to go down like that. He's seen it replay in slow motion in his mind while he tries to go to sleep each night. Ikioi is three and four. Oho is two and five. Not the start he would have been looking for. Ura, though, today was very active against the much slower Yago, and he waited for the perfect moment to throw Yago down with the arm. It was a Totari win to Ura, who moves to five and two. Really threw Yago out of the yeah. dojo, didn't he? He went a long way. Yeah, it was good to see. He went back a couple of rows. Yago, he is three and four. Koriyuki, this was so good. We saw him pick up his first yes. win today against Ryuko. The thrusting attacks worked. And the lower body was able to follow up. He pushed Ryuko out. Koryuki one and six, Ryuko three and four. We're surprised we see him each day. Yeah, I know. And in my mind, I like to think that he pulled off the win. I'm I'm not sure it wasn't Ryuko's um, problem here. But mm. anyway, Koryuki, he got the win. And, and he was doing his, attempting to do his style of sumo at least. Well, scoreboard is one six for him and Ryuko three and four. Daisho Maru dominated Mitoriu today to move to five and two. Mitoriu now, that's two losses in a row for him. He's four and three. Hakuyozan put in the hard work against Hidenumi, grinding out his fourth win. Four and three. Hidenumi, that's only his second loss. He's five and two. Definitely still with the pack of leaders. He is. Azamaru. He put up a very valiant fight today against the leader, Tsurugisho. He tried some big moves, but in the end, he fell down on his butt and Tsurugisho moves to 7-0. I like it. Only one more for his Kachikoshi. Azumaru is 1-6 and six and still looking for some answers. Shohozan lets Nishikigi take him all the way back to the bales and then turns and cartwheels him over. It was quite a, uh, a beautiful gymnastics move from Nishikigi who did land out and lose. Shohozan should be pretty impressed with uh, his move there. He's 3-4, and four, Nishikigi 1-6. and six. Well, there was a lot of belt involved in Daimami and Jokori's clash. It was a long lockup and a couple of really tired guys at the end of this one as Daimami muscled Jokoryu over the bales. Daimami moves to three and four. Ajurio one, starting to steady the ship a little bit. Jokoryu four and three. Yeah, he'd be pretty keen for a Kachikoshi here. Daimami, but can he get it? We'll see. It's been quite hard. Um, I imagine, for them to work out the Torakumi for Jurio. There's only 18 guys, um, or 19 guys, is it? There's one always in Makuchi. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 19. So uh, there's not many, and let alone we realised today that four of the guys in Jurio come from the same stable. It's Kisebea, it's Ura, Churinoumi, Hidnoumi and Jokori. So it'll be really interesting to see how they match up these because they're, they're not meant to fight together in, in regulation bouts. 
So out the front of Jurio on seven wins, it's Tsurugisho. He is unbeaten at Jurio eight. No one on six, but on five we have Hidnoumi, Daishomaru and Ura. Well, let's jump in to the Maku Uchi or top division bouts for the day. The first one, we had Sadanumi up against Jurio visitor, Churunoumi. Great to see this kid having a shot at the big time. Uh, it was colour and movement out of the touchy eye as Sadanumi opted for thrusts and pushes. Churunoumi went for the belt. Sadanumi's attacks were forcing Churunoumi back. But Churunoumi counter-attacked low before stepping to his left and around Sadanumi. Sunumi now finds himself on the bales. He fought hard to keep Churunoumi at bay before they both locked on the belts. Churunoumi yanked on the belt at just the right moment, which spun Sunumi towards the bales again. But here Churunoumi rushed in and showed Sunumi over the bales. Oshidashi win for him. A really useful win for Churunoumi, wasn't it? At Jurio 3. Yeah, a great win for him. It was interesting they gave this one Oshidashi. I thought it might have been Okuridashi because Sadanumi was spun all the way around. Yeah. So surprising given that it was Kimarete day today it on, was. on NHK and we saw the process by which the uh, judges essentially say officially this is the Kimarete or the winning technique. Yeah, it was really interesting. I don't think I've I've seen that process before. If it's really obvious, they can kind of call it straight away, but otherwise they go to a judge who goes to a, a couple of uh, shimpan in a room full of televisions, yeah. pretty old televisions too, in a rack, in a silver rack. Yeah, well, I mean like the wire shelf you can see before yeah, it's behind you like there. Like shelf, yeah, just the one you have in the shed as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Sadanumi, 4-3 with that loss. Chirunoumi returns to Jurio 4 and 3. Kodno Waka was up next against Midori Fuji. And Midori Fuji, he was back in form today. He would not leave Kodno Waka's left arm alone here. Everyone knows what he's looking for, probably including Kodno Waka. But uh, he couldn't get it at that point. He then straightened and went for the Morozashi. He moved Kodnawaka back. But it was a bit of a distraction. And soon he's back on his business, swinging Kodnawaka around with the left arm. And then he achieved the Katsukashi and swung Kodnawaka around with the left arm, as I said, and down. Well, I mean, it's a bit of a meme, this uh, Katsukashi technique for Midori Fuji. But he's just so good at pulling it off. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've only sort of just become, because it's become more talked about because he's mm. in Makuuchi, I've become really aware of it. Um, and it's a it's a great technique well, and he, because he's smaller, can pull it off. Yeah, and it's a great weapon and he uses that weapon today to break Kodnawaka's five-win streak. Kodnawaka yes. five and two now. Midori Fuji on the same score. Yutakiyama and Teretsuyoshi up next. Teretsuyoshi was quick off the mark and he established a strong position straight away. Yutakiyama unable to get his arms inside. Teretsuyoshi bundled up those arms of Yutakiyama, but Yutakiyama is so strong and despite having the guns locked away in the gun locker or whatever you call it, he moved <laughs> Teretsuyoshi back towards the bales. Teretsuyoshi then grabbed Yutakiyama's right arm with both hands and swung him down hard to the dirt. Totari fans are in for a real treat. This is their second Totari armbar throw win of the day. Yeah, the other one was uh, Ura uh, with Yago. 
And it seems like everyone's interested in the arm. I feel like, I think it's confirmation bias, but I feel like when we see one person go for the arm, everybody suddenly becomes aware of the arm and we see a lot of that involved in the commode for the rest of the day. But, um, yeah, it was a good win for Teretsuyoshi. And he was holding his arm again at the end, but again we see it not seem to bother him he during sh- the bout. He went straight for it afterwards, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, it's becoming a tick now. He's just yeah. starting to feel for yeah. it. Just check it's still there. Uh, he's three and four, Teretsuyoshi. Yutakayama is four, three. One we were looking forward to, of course, everyone probably was, Ichinojo up against the unbeaten Akiseyama. And as we might imagine, although Ichinojo's been moving a little bit quicker, it was a fairly slow touchy eye today, though. Akiseyama, though, I didn't think he seemed to have the same determination maybe as other days. They both kind of stood up. Ichinojo moved backwards, which uh, isn't that common. Akisiyama moved his body forward then at that point to try to chase after Ishinojo, but not his feet. And he was suddenly on that slap down angle, as I call it. And uh, Ichinojo does that, just that. He slaps him down. Yeah, it was clear on the replay that was the problem, wasn't it? He, the feet just left behind. Yeah, so his first loss, Akisiyama. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It had to happen, uh, but it was disappointing to see it happen with just a a lack of fundamentals. Yeah, that's today. right. After he's shown such great sumo. And great footwork. And great footwork. Exactly. Yeah, he's been moving around well. He's been staying upright. He's, I mean, one of the things we've commented on is his stability and it wasn't on show today. But I, I can't think of many people I'd rather beat him than Ichi Nojo. Why yes. not? And, and he's 5'2". He's moved to 5'2". When did that happen? Well, it happened today. But yeah, he's really racking those wins it up. It always sneaks up on us, Ichi Nojo. All right. We've said Akisiyama's score. He's 6'1". That's yep. his first loss. Hoshoryu up next against Koroeko. This was a hard-fought bout. Straight out of the touchy eye, they both were defending the belt while attacking and trying to find grips of their own. Eventually, this inevitable belt lockup happens, but there's no moment of contemplation. They're both trying to throw the other one down, and it looked like a very, very even affair. We saw Hoshoryu briefly wrap his leg inside Koroeko's leg, but nothing came of it. I like that he's looking for that, though. Yeah. Yeah, he tries to leg sweep a bit, doesn't he? Well, but he hasn't been making contact. I wouldn't even say it's a sweep. It's working the leg in to see mm. if he can get some leverage off it, but then he's quite happy to leave it behind as well. They were both heaving away on the belts, and, and again, it was so even. There was a moment here where Koroeko looked like he might have it. His footwork put him in a good position. He drove Hoshoryu back, but... In the end, it was Hoshoryu who found the strength to heave Koroeko one way and then back the other, sending him to the dirt and Uwate Nage overarm throw win. Lots of moves from Hoshoryu. He looked very determined again today. Yeah, the most important thing was that he, he didn't give up, I think, because he you know, was really back and forth, as you said, but he kept being the aggressor. He kept initiating. Um, he, as you said, he tried the, the leg movement. And um, I guess thank goodness for that first win against Nishikigi yesterday because it would have, that was the real tipping point, you know, it could have gone real bad from there, but gave him a bit of confidence. Well, and and I mean, at what point do we reassess the uh, Asashoryu social media uh, technique? Because Hoshoryu has had a fire lit within him. Wow. Wow. What a call. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying is at the moment to reassess that. Yeah. Well, tough love, I mean. Yeah, well. It can work in sports. It can work. Hoshoryu is 2-5 and five after that victory. Koroeko, same score, 
Shimano Umi and Aqua came up together. Aqua really searching for answers uh, so far this basho, and he tries a meet and move. Uh, but Shimano Umi, he follows him well and he doesn't go anywhere. He staggers a little bit and Aqua comes back at him and from here he's slapping hard at Shimanumi's face. But Shimanumi, he doesn't mind being slapped. He's a tough, he's a brawler. He gets low, he goes on the attack, takes Aqua around the doyo, waits until he's off balance and then thrusts him down Tsukyotoshi. It's sometimes a fine line between a badly executed meet and move and a hanker. Yeah, did you call that a hanker? Was that I, on your radar? Oh, I did, but, you know, I mean, our technique with judging a hanker here is we just listen to our hearts. Yeah. And I, I'm i putting a rule in place. For every bout of COVID you get, you get one free hanker oh, per basho. Okay, so this I hasn't affected you your opinion of Aqua a- at all? Absolutely not. That's mm. his free pass. Yeah, okay. Well, I think, too, you, you try... They tend to try a hanker when they're a little bit desperate as well, yeah. particularly guys who don't usually do it. He's one six now. Yeah. You know, he needs um, to do something. You said it so well at the start. He just does look a little bit lost out there. And I saw this as an act of desperation. But, yeah, Shimanumi too good. He is 4-3 Shimanumi. Uh, up next we have Aoyama up against Kirubiyama. Do you know Aoyama's real name? Gary. Daniel. Is it? I think, oh, was that Hang in on, my memory? I mean, I I'm don't... searching it. I don't think I knew that. That's a lovely name. It, his name is Daniel Ivanov. Mm. Daniel. So, Daniel. Uh, okay. That sounded Russian, not Bulgarian. Oh, Bulgarian. I don't know. <laughs> well, so I thought just because this is the first time I found that out, I'm going to call him Daniel for this one. Okay. Okay. Call him Danny. Okay. So it was a good touchy eye from Danny as his high thrusting attacks initially had... Kirubiyama. Did I say that he was against Kirubiyama? <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think so. What are Good. you going to call him? No, I will call him Kirubiyama. So Danny's initial attacks had Kirubiyama on the back foot, but Kirubiyama exploded, coming back right in Danny's grill, pushing under the arms of Dan and forcing him to give ground. Kirubiyama then unleashed a huge hit on Danny Boy's shoulder, which... Through the big Bulgarian off balance and down, Kirubiyama finishes off Danny with the Tsukiyotoshi thrust down. Win. Good stuff. The pipes were calling for Danny Boy. He couldn't quite pull off the win <laughs> there. Is that what's calling for Danny Boy? The pipes. Oh, Danny Boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Wow, I From never knew Glen that. Are you Glen sure? And Pipes. How much more pipes? would everyone like me to sing the full thing? Okay, I'll get out my viola. So we're talking the bagpipes? Uh, yes. Oh, Danny, what have you done? <laughs> the Bulgarian bab- bagpipes. Oh, yeah. The well-known <laughs> Bulgarian bagpipes. They're calling for Aoyama to do some Oshi sumo. <laughs> all right, well, that was, look, in all seriousness, great effort from Kirubiyama. Yeah, I don't know what happened in there. I can't even read my notes. Really, my eyes have gone blurry. <laughs> really good stuff from him. He moves to five and two. Danny, four and three. Oh. Mio was next against Kagiyaki. Now I, in Australia, you shorten everybody's names, right? So now I'm just like going, well, Miogs, we already call Miogs. Yeah, now I try I'm, not I'm to. I'm looking but... at everybody's uh, mm. 
Everybody's name in a shortened way. Miyogiryu, he found a bit of energy here. He drove Kagiyaki back with Amorazashi and he stepped him out. Yorikiri, that's two wins in a row for Miyogiryu. Yeah, very efficient <laughs> sumo from Yogiri today. Kagiyaki showed some nice balance on the uh, Tawada there, though. Yeah, he got right up on it. We thought he'd stepped out, but the replay showed that he was actually just the balls of his feet were kind of rocking back and forth. Hard to generate any kind of uh, response when you're balanced mm. up there. So it was pretty, but ineffectual in the end. Miyogiryu four and three after that win. Kagiyaki three and four. Ryudin stepped up on the doyo next against Tokushoryu. Ryudin's tachi-eye was good and he leapt forward and worked a left-hand belt on the back of Tokushoryu. He wiggled those hips, which is a rare sight, this mm. basho, and he works a right hand on the belt. Tokushoryu is desperately trying to find his own belt grip. And despite Ryudin working those hips back and maintaining distance, Tokushoryu finally lands a hand on the belt. Ryudin now has both hands. This is a belt battle, who would have guessed? He looks in complete control, and it's almost like he tests his grip by rocking Tokushoryu forward and then waiting. Togashoryu looked here as though he might be settling in, giving the crowd some time to applaud the great effort. <laughs> but Ryudin initiates quickly, moving to his left, pulling the belt of Togashoryu down and dumping him to the dirt. It was an Uwate Dashinage pulling over arm throw win for him. Good work by Ryudin. It was great to see him get his second win. He looked pretty happy on the belt. Well, this is the first time we've really seen him do his yeah. style of sumo. So yep. I think that's a big relief for him and a big relief for Ryudin fans around the world. And a big relief for hip fans because they were in the in their proper place. Ryudin, he's two and five. Tokushoryu is the same score. Tobizaru came up next against Okunomi and off the tachi Okunomi was able to hold Tobizaru at bay and then he started to come forward. He took Tobizaru close to the Tawara, but Tobizaru ducked at a crucial moment under Okunomi's arms and Okunomi either whiffed his uh, slap, his push, or Tobizaru ducked it. And right as he was trying to finish him off, Tobizaru got close to Okunomi's chest. From here, I think Okunomi tried to pull... Uh, or Tobizaru did a push, or they both did that at exactly the same time. They rocket across the doyo, and Tobizaru pushed Okonomi out. Oshidashi. Yeah, I th you're exactly right there. What happened? It was quite hard to see whether it was a really effective Tobizaru attack, or Okonomi maybe got unlucky with the pull, but... It just seemed to click for Tobizaru yeah, today. Yeah, it's like sometimes you need a physics diagram of the crucial stages of the match where mm. you can see the forces being applied because it's hard. Sometimes, I mean, you might look for the skin moving as, as somebody pushes or um, the, the arm tensing for a pull, but it's hard to see sometimes which when those crucial moments of momentum change are. And I think despite Tobizaru picking up his second win today, I still think we've got a lot of unanswered questions about how he gets these oh, wins. Totally. totally. I wouldn't have expected this to happen on paper, that's no, for sure. No, no. Uh, so Tobizaru, two and five. Okuno Umi, four and three. Endo and Meisei up next. And it was a very hearty touchy eye from these two. They crashed into each other and pushed and thrust while keeping their ground. They were trading attacks here, and Endo was able to move Meisei back to the bales. I, I think watching this one, it was clear Endo's head was very, very stable while Meisei's was thrashing around. Mm. So maybe that's why they ended up in that position. Meisei pulled Endo forward, and he stumbled momentarily. But Endo recovered, 
and found himself in a really, really great position. He was low and just off to Maysay's side. Maysay was really caught off guard here, and Endo slammed into him low and drove him back across the doyo. Endo, in complete control, he grabbed Maysay's belt and used that to take him across the bales. Yori Kitty win for Endo. Yep, for sure. We have seen... Many a basho stalled by the impassionate face of Endo suddenly doing amazing sumo, diving into his <laughs> opponent's belt, taking advantage of all of their mistakes. And today it was just Maysay's turn. It's his second loss in a row. Um, he would have liked to win oh, after his loss yesterday, time. but Endo was just standing there blank-faced, ready to, to go at him and just did better sumo today. He is four and three, Endo. And may say five and two with that second loss, as I said. Takara Fuji, well, he's done some fantastic sumo. He's been great to watch so far. What can he do today against Maegashira for Tamawashi, who also won yesterday? Takara Fuji, he withstood a shoving attack from Tamawashi off the Tachiai, and they then separated. There was that moment where they both waited to see what each other would do. Then Takara Fuji took Tamawashi back, and as Tamawashi anchored on the Tawara, Takara Fuji reached in with his right hand, helped himself to a belt grip, and used it to then reverse his momentum and haul Tamawashi back and throw him down to the ground. Uwatenage. Yeah, another great display of sumo from Takara Fuji. It's great form. I watched this bout only watching Takara Fuji's feet. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to see how he how he does what he does, and Tamawashi is a quality opponent. Takara Fuji's footwork is so solid. He he keeps himself very, very balanced and stable, despite what's going on upstairs. And yeah, that kept him in this long enough to overcome Tamawashi. Interestingly, these two guys went into this with a 12-12 record against each oh, other. Oh, they fought so, each other so much. So with that win, that's 13-12 Takara Fuji's way. Goodness. That's an, an epic rivalry. And Takara Fuji for this basho, 4-3 and three, Tamawashi on the same score. Well, a big bout now. We had Komasubi Takayasu against Maegashira 1, Hokuto Fuji. This was a titanic touchy-eye. They smashed into each other, huge grunts filling the kokugikan. Takayasu was low and balanced as he shoved Hokuto Fuji back. Hokuto Fuji was clever here. He moved around to the side to try to make some space for himself, but in doing so, found himself up against the bales. Hokuto Fuji was about to mount a defense, but Takayasu landed an almighty smack on Hokuto Fuji's <laughs> side, and it was enough to send him down to the dirt, a Tsukiyotoshi thrust down win. Yep, huge shove in the middle of that, as he said. Takayasu just looked much stronger. Didn't he? And dominant today. He is, it's interesting you mentioned the grunting because I noticed him, I don't know if it always happens, but when he was getting ready for the bout today, I noticed that on the microphone you could hear him making quite a lot of noise. He's always pretty noisy, but I think with the quieter crowd in at the moment, yeah, maybe you can that's hear just it clearer. Why. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of took it as a sign of confidence. I think that making noise and ex this is going to sound silly, but expressing yourself, but allowing yourself to your body to do what you need to do to do sumo, to me feels like it's him getting his confidence back. Yeah. Even though he's only 4-3 at this point, he's beating some good opponents. And this victory over Hokuto Fuji today was, was proof of that. Certainly was. Takiyasu moves to 4-3. Hokuto Fuji 2-5. It's week one. Don't worry, Hokuto <laughs> Fuji fans, he's coming. 
Well, it's what we've all been waiting for. It's Daisho up next. Uh, honorary Sumo Mainichi Komasubi Daisho versus Takanosho. And wow, I've never seen an opening thrust off the Tachi like this in the time that I've been watching Sumo. Not even from Takakesho. It was so strong. Takanosho was blasted back. He actually staggered backwards. And you'd better believe that Daisho was right there waiting to put him away. <laughs> Massive. Well, I mean, I thought Takanosho might give this a shake. Yeah. But Daisho is in unbelievable form. With this win against Takanosho, he completes the Sanyaku sweep. That's a term you coined. Oh, yeah. 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 That was you. So he has beaten three Ozeki, two Sekiwake, and two Komasubi. And just has made it look effortless. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that. You thought Takanosha would, would give him some trouble. I thought the same. And I think he would have been able to if he had have been given a chance. <laughs> it was that, you know, yeah, yeah. what I mean. Like if he had have been allowed to get going, maybe that sounds obvious, but it was just the speed of it and yeah. the power of it. He was rocked backwards. Yeah, well... Daisho, he's seven zero, looking to get his Kachikoshi tomorrow on day eight. Unbelievable stuff. He is currently the only undefeated Rikishi. He's got yeah. a Zen show, so all winning record. Sekiwaki Takanosho is four and three with that loss. Sekiwake Terunofuji takes on Komasubi Mitakumi next. At the Tachiai, Terunofuji hit Mitakumi hard with his shoulder. Mitakumi reeled backwards. Terunofuji moved in close, applied the double-handed belt grip. Terunofuji did take a moment here to gather himself. Then he lifts Mitakumi up and just walks him across the bales. Yorikiri win. The knees. The knees looked fine today. It was actually quite encouraging to see Terunofuji win in this way. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, this is his his style. He's back on the belt. Not only that, but he was able to get the belt. The belt. Yes. So we've seen him be denied that in the, his last few matches. We've seen him be moved backwards mm. and unable to recover from that. So great to see him. Just get in there, get the work done. Yeah, it was a classic um, doll-like pickup, wasn't yeah. it? And Mitakumi is a big boy. I guess that's why I say, oh, the knees, because it's not like picking Enho up or something. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. Mitakumi is a full-sized man. And I think, like you said in the bout previous, Mitakumi really didn't get a chance today. Yeah. He was just completely shut out. Something that we do see from Mitakumi too often yep. is that he doesn't get a chance to do his sumo. Yep. Happened again today. He needs to fix that. He's two and five. Terunofuji steadies the ship. He's four and three. We get into the Ozeki bouts now, starting off with Asanoyama against Kodoshoho. Um, apparently he said yesterday that he was rushing his sumo and we talked a little bit before about whether that was to do with the pressure of being an Ozeki and that pressure everyone says you have to do Ozeki sumo, you know, you have to dispatch of your lower grade opponents and that he felt forced to do that too quickly and he couldn't take his time. That's interesting because I feel like when he loses, he's taking his time too much. Right. You think the opposite? Yeah, I think the opposite. I think yeah. win quickly, get out of there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, off the touchy eye today, Asanayama, he did get in there quickly and he snagged a left-hand grip. That's what he wants. And from there on, it's him trying to use it to get Kodoshoho down. So it kind of looked over from here, but Kodoshoho, to his credit, hopped around the Tawara trying to stay in while Asanayama was trying to throw him with that belt grip. He 
Sanyam eventually realised that the throw wasn't going to come off, so he got close and he crushed Kodoshoho out instead by pretty much falling on him yeah. as they got near the edge. I didn't mind it, whatever you need to do to get that win. Was it Ozeki Sumo? Maybe not, but still a very, very good effort from Asanyama. Poor old Kodoshoho, though. Yeah. He's 0-7 and seven after that loss. He's at Maegashira 3. He is well and truly wandering around in the maze of his own mind. Well, especially since he's in the same stable as Kodiyuki, so, um, and Kodiyuki got his first win today and he's got no knees or elbows. So <laughs> <laughs> Kodoshoho, oh, he's up so high. Magashira 3. We've talked a lot about the young guys who get up, not too high, but get up high quickly and then just need a little bit of a reset. And at the moment that's what it seems like he might need. Um, I felt like this was a Zeki Sumo actually. I thought he... Um, he did move in quickly and decisively. And then even though it took a little bit too long to get him down, he had yeah. another plan. Well, he won at the end of the day, so that's good enough Ozeki Sumo yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the second last bout of the day, Onosho at Maegashira 3 up against Ozeki Shodai. Shodai steps forward at the touchy eye and he completely smothered the Onosho attack that's been working so well for him, this basho. Shodai stands tall, gets under the arms of Onosho and drives Onosho back. Onosho tries to escape to his left, create an opportunity for himself, but Shodai so calmly follows in, pushes Onosho across the bales. Oshi dashi win. I would argue this is Ozeki Sumo. Yes, yeah. And his touchy eye is just looking so fast and adaptable. And even though he, he still gets quite high, in this case he was really close and he smothered Onosho. And Onosho's first shove was nothing like Daesha's. It just didn't do anything to mm. Short Eye's body. He didn't have to move in any direction. Yeah. Short Eye obviously had watched the tapes. He knew what was coming. He does have this habit of, as you said, standing quite tall. Um, you know, normally the idea is keep your centre of gravity low, but he looks so comfortable when yeah. he's upright. It's odd, isn't it? Because you, when I think of, when I picture him in my mind, he's always he's standing, standing up. up. Like yeah. he's, he doesn't get down and no. do the crouch. He does to do the touch out, but after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's normally something that undoes a rikishi and he's just making it a feature. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> well, watch out for that. Now. Amazing to watch. Ozeki Shodai, six and one, Onosho, four and three. Takakesho, Ozeki Takakesho versus Maegashira Fort Tochinoshin for the final bout of the day. And uh, Takakesho, he must have had access to these notes somehow and seen what I wrote about Daesho's shove being the biggest because he, <laughs> he came back with a contender. His little legs were pumping despite a few forearms to the face from Tochinoshin. He was blasted back and uh, Takakesho could push him out quite easily. Yeah, well, finally, the Takakesho triple works for the first time this basho. The one, two, three, it's won him Yusho before and he <laughs> unleashed it against Toshinoshin today. Toshinoshin didn't, the plan didn't work, whatever it was going to be against Takakesho. And I think he'd be kicking himself because yeah. it was a real opportunity for him when Takakesho's in reasonably bad form, you have to say, to, to get a win out of that. But totally. Plan didn't work, 2-5 for Toshinoshin and Takakesho is two and five. So the leaderboard, seven wins, it's Daesho. It's the boss. It's the boss. <laughs> Six wins we have Shodai and Akisayama, and then on five there's a, a little pack there. Okay, let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. 
Diamami is our Jurio visitor. Mm-hmm. He's shaping up against Kodnawaka. Uh, let's go and have a look at Daesho. He is taking on Kagiyaki. Oh, wow. They've okay. met 15 times. They've got quite a history. It's 9-6 in favour of Daesho. Okay. And Kagiyaki, so he's fought all the Sanyaku now. And Kagiyaki is Magashira 6. six. So he drops down and starts working up from now. Well, he could rip a huge hole through this uh, Magashira rank. He could. I think he'll do very, very well there. Akisayama goes up against Meisei. Oh. Uh, at the top of the table... Takakeisho takes on Tamawashi. Asuniyama takes on Endo. Endo with a 7-4 advantage against Ozeki Asuniyama. Wow. And Mitakumi takes on Shodai. These two have a long history. It's uh, 11-10 Shodai's way. Yeah, I think they know each other very well. <laughs> they know each other very well, but if you go on current form, this should be a very, very one-sided affair. Well, as usual, I can't wait. Uh, day eight is a special day in the in the sumo calendar. It's it's one to take a bit of time over your sumo and in, enjoy the Sunday and just relax. So we'll be there with you for that, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.